Welcome to Dream Stories. Why, thank you. I'm glad I could be your guest today. <laughs> <laughs> I had to jump in again. I thought it was my time to say something first. I was still head-bobbing. I was thinking I about what I were, wanted to say. You were going to the music. Our producer says we have to change that music. Oh, he did? Yeah, he told me we can't use that music anymore. Because it's it's old? Yeah, he doesn't like it. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. So we're open to suggestions for opening music. I think he has ideas, actually. But Okay. Well, you guys listening out there should know that in the future, if you hear some music and it's different, don't cut it off. It still could be us. It could be. <laughs> he also Surely said, if you choose to listen to this podcast, you would know it was us. But just in case you think, oh, what have I done? Yeah, he also said, you need a better intro. Like, I don't think he likes the, hey, yeah, well, here's the problem with our producer. <laughs> he <laughs> he only, doesn't like anything what he, you do. He only comes around to tell us what we're doing <laughs> what wrong. What we're doing wrong. Well, actually, no, he's been a huge he help, He has, actually. and he has offered us support, and he has offered us lots of criticism. Constructive <laughs> um, criticism. Always. For example, yes. when we used to smack and breathe really bad into our old mics, he, bought, he insisted that we buy mics where you couldn't hear. He actually bought the covers for the mics yeah, because he would, cause he's so couldn't bothered by yep. it. That's it's true. And but he has congratulated us on our over how many thousand downloads we've had. Yeah, we're at almost sixteen thousand downloads now. He says that's amazing. Yeah. You know, I mean here we are, little mom and pop, you know, trying to do our thing. It's fun. Yeah. And since you dream so much, we always have something to talk about. I know. And but I worry, do do the listeners get sick of me? Yeah. Did they tell <laughs> no, you no season? No, you always bring something to the table for us to talk about. Like you had a crazy dream. Well, you actually had a very simple it dream last night. It wasn't crazy, but you <laughs> made it crazy. <laughs> you made the dream I did, crazy. I did make it crazy. So it Let's gave me a thought down. to talk it about did, today. It did. It did. Okay. So let, here's what happened. Well, first of all, the thing that that is always challenging for us in the South is our accent. Good now, southern accent. Yes. Now, to be fair, I I feel, and I'm probably totally wrong, I feel you have a thicker southern accent than I do, and I've had many people tell me that. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I love it. I'm not offended by it. Now, I'm glad. My favorite thing that you say, and I'm sure I have these as well, and now some of our listeners are probably going to point out something that I do, but I love it when you say... Own. Turn it on. Turn it on. Own. <laughs> and I'll probably say that too, but I hear you say it. Well, you do. And what should you say? On. Well, let's Turn get, it on. Let's get on with the show. Turn it on, please. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but anyway. So last night I dreamed... Well, I was telling you my dream this you were morning, telling me and dream. I was telling you the interpretation. I wasn't asking. You want that? Uh, that's actually a very, very important note to make. <laughs> but that's probably what confused. It was. You. It totally confused me. <laughs> so I, I, I had a dream that I came to you, and I was saying to you, Michael, um, something is wrong. With my face, it doesn't feel right. And I was touching one of my cheeks. And I was touching it. And one side was very bouncy. And the other side was flat. 
So I was telling you, <laughs> I was telling you, I said, I said to you in the dream, there's a girl that I work, that I've worked with, yeah. and she put a chicken plant in my, in my face. Wait a minute, let me finish. And... <laughs> you can't then, even tell the then truth. I said, <laughs> then I said something like, and then I told you that the chicken plant had b- busted or like popped or blown up. Yes. You actually said it had deflated. <laughs> yes. Because I could not figure out for the life of me. Wait a minute. Okay. And then I said, and it was, and the uh, chicken plant was floating around in my face. I could feel it. But I was lost that the cheek implant had deflated. Why? Because I could not figure out how a chicken plant would deflate. I could think of it blowing up or being destroyed or burning in a fire. But how does a chicken plant oh my goodness. deflate? Oh my goodness! It was Listen. really because that's all I could think about at that point was, what does this have to do with a chicken plant? That's what you said to me, and I laughed so hard. I said, you it's laughed not, so hard, do it trying to tell the dream. I said it's not a chicken plant; it's a cheek implant, like a cosmetic surgery improvement on my face. And thus begins a fantastic discussion. Of Mondegreens in dreams. Wow. Mondegreens. Mondegreens. That sounds like a British word. It does, doesn't it? I'm pretty sure. It's a Mondegreen. Mondegreen. That's Irish, isn't it? Okay. Anyway, but there's something really interesting about this. Oh, but for folks' benefit, what's a Mondegreen? I want to talk about what my chicken plant I will talk about that. A Mondegreen is mishearing or misinterpretation of a phrase in a way that gives it new meaning. So I misheard misinterpreted Mm -hmm. cheek implants which would have been things that make your cheeks bigger right implanted under the skin yes i misheard that to be chicken plants like the place where they raise chickens or would prepare them for uh you know (laughs) the food industry chicken plants and it gave it new meaning yes and i'm sure it had something to do with my mouth and my enunciation or lack thereof. It probably did, but you want to... I was half asleep when I was saying, so I was dreaming I had a chicken plant. <laughs> that is true. You were, you were slurring your words. So. And, and now, now, when you finish talking about the dream, I have to tell you something really cool about why that was important and the, the metaphor that was there to tell us about something important that I didn't even know till about two minutes ago. Okay. But do you want me to just finish telling the dream? Yeah, you can finish it up. Okay, so basically, I'm dreaming, and I and the reason I'm feeling of one cheek, mm-hmm. and it's very puffy and nice, and my face looks really nice on one side. But the other one's deflated. but the other one is deflated, and I could feel it like I would press on it, and I could feel it floating around in my face. There's a chicken plant floating in your and face, and that's what really confused you. You were like, "How? Oh, how is it? How is the chicken plant? What did you say? I said it imploded. What did I say? It deflated. Deflated. You couldn't figure I that couldn't out. I couldn't figure it out. But you know, many times, and I know this is weird, and I'm, I'm going to say it anyway. But uh, 
I have known people who have had, I don't even know what a cheek implant looks like. I know what a chicken plant looks like, but I don't know what a cheek implant looks like. But my thought was in the dream, it was similar to a breast implant that has ruptured. And you hear about that happening sometimes. Right. Some women have one that'll rupture and then the sac is left floating around and fluid is left in the chest wall. And that's what I was thinking. I was concerned in the dream that I had this little implant little silicone implant in my cheeks to make yeah. them look fuller obviously i've been thinking about how saggy my faces look so i think that may have been where the dream came from i don't know could have been soulish i don't know what do you think no i mean i thought the dream had meaning once we got back to the basics that it was a cheek implant and instead of a, a chicken, chicken plant okay i thought it was important okay good so i'm um, and so uh uh, the person at work who had put the, the implant in was, her name is Brittany. I didn't even told her that I had this dream. And it's not bad a reflection of her. It was about her name. Well, she was a, her name was a metaphor. Her name was the metaphor. It's not who the person was. It was, what does her name mean? But Brittany had put the implant into my face. And so, um, so I, I looked up what Brittany meant. And then I looked up, you know, what could... What would Britain mean? And then, it, of course, we were saying, oh, it's Great Britain. And then you say, okay, what does that mean? So you're looking at these root words. And this is how I go about interpreting my own dreams sometimes. It may not be the best way, but it is the way that I do but it. But it can be helpful to identify the meaning of various symbols in yes, the dream. and yeah. I did it quite quickly. Quite quickly, it wasn't something that took me hours. I'm like, okay, I had this implant. It has something to do with something that maybe is put it, put into me that I think I look that helps me feel and appear better, but maybe is not long lasting or yeah. is not. It could be an artificial feeling even. And right. then I began to look up the meaning, like I said, of Britain, which means uh, I think it was partina or something like that was the uh, Latin word for Britain. Which actually means um, painted, patina. Mm -hmm. And then the reason why they think it was called patina was because the people would paint their faces with woad. Yes, with cabbage. Yeah, so I went and looked up woad mm -hmm. and learned how to do all about woad. Look, I, I, you could go I, you forever You were watching a YouTube this. video this morning about how to make woad. It was very interesting. I, I know. I went way down a you long did. You rabbit trail. And that's not necessary. But what was interesting was just that, you know, I, I, for me, my whole take on the dream was it was more about maybe something that I have received that is maybe not good that I need, you know, whether, and I don't think it's about my physical appearance. It's just about, um, you were talking about my cheek and what did you say about my cheek? You were saying something It could like have to do with communication. Communication because it's deal, it's right around your mouth, you know, and it's, we, you know, we talk with our face, you know? Yep. So anyway, I'm not saying I know the full and total meaning, and that doesn't matter. The point is, how do you go about looking at what these things mean? Now, that led us to another to our topic well, today. Well, yeah, Amanda Green, and you could take woad, the thing they used to make, paint their face, mm -hmm. and say it had to do with woe. You've been woad. Mm -hmm. And, and it, it could be somewhat sad to realize that something you thought was important right. is not having as lasting a value as you want it to be. So the, the dream can be something that's telling you or speaking to you about being careful not to be woed, not to be uh, painted, not 
to have an appearance that's not mm. who you naturally are. Right. And and that's a good thing. It's kind of like a in that sense, if that's what it turns out to mean, it's sort of like a warning mm-hmm. train. Yeah. Watch out and don't yeah. let this get you down. Right. So it's a that's good thing. Good. But now before we go on to our topic okay. of greens, mm-hmm. let me tell you how the dreams work in the sense of having multiple things that they speak to us and point out to us. So you said it was a chicken plant. Are you going to interpret it from that standpoint? No, you said it was a chicken plant. Yeah. It's what I heard. Yeah. And that was at about 7 o'clock this morning, mm-hmm. 7.15, something okay. like that. So I haven't checked my text messages today. So at 7.45 this morning, I got a text message from someone who I don't hear from frequently asking about dreams. Mm-hmm. My niece... And their family runs chicken plants. Right. Chicken houses. Yeah. So is that not cool? Yeah. I mean, I ha- I hear you say chicken plant, yeah. and 15 minutes later, I get a question about dreams from someone who has a chicken plant. Yeah, that is wild. Well, chicken houses. But so you know. what does that mean then? Well, it's just I think it's a, a fun way God says, this is going to be important. You need to take care of Tiffany's dream. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So um, Tiffany's my niece, by the way. So. Yeah. So I think that's, that's really that's, cool. And, you know, just that things are connected and how there's, a, I believe, a language from our creator who says, pay attention. I, I, I put things in place for a purpose. Even you mishearing a word. Yeah. Chicken plant. Chicken plant. It's a chicken plant. <laughs> Which one is it? Is it a chicken plant or is it a chicken plant? Well, and, and see, the cheek <laughs> implant has meaning for your dream. But what I heard, chicken plant, had meaning to emphasize something that was about to come, which is another indicator of how dreams come from outside of us. Yeah. They come from our creator. Because my creator is the only one who can know the future before it happens. Mm-hmm. So he knows that the dream is about to be sent to me in text and that it's going to be an important dream. So he prepares me by allowing me to mishear the words in your dream in a way that have meaning for me in relationship to the text message I was about to get, but still have all the initial meaning for <laughs> you crazy. as a cheek implant. So it's very multifaceted, isn't it? I mean, it's it's not just cut and dry. It's very deep. It's it very, is. And not complicated, but very multifaceted, meaning it's multi-sided. It's, it's just, I don't know, it's just kind of crazy. It, it really it is. meaning for and you, meaning for me. It does. And the meanings, it was literally a metaphorical mondegreen. Mm-hmm. In other words, it was a literal mondegreen in the sense of I misheard it and it had different meaning. But metaphorically, it was what they call a, I believe they call it a deliberate mondegreen. In other words, words used by your creator in the dream or an image used that could be heard when it's spoken out loud in a completely misunderstood way and have, a, in this case, a different meaning for a different purpose. But it's also possible that we can see that in a dream and what we miss here is intended to be misheard mm-hmm. to give us understanding of the actual dream itself. Right. So that we've talked a little bit about this maybe almost a year ago when we talked about word plays and puns and the way our creator will put within us things and within a dream things that are a, a, they're fun. 
Yeah. They're just fun. And I can't remember in that episode if I talked about it or not, but I, I still to this day remember one of the, the most, you know, fun dreams that I saw that in. And I, and I think I probably talked about it then, but it was the sea dew dream. When the person came and asked me about they said all they had in their dream was this sea dew, a personal watercraft right. going back and forth at, by the beach. And and it was just as clear as a bell. When I heard them say Sea-Doo, S-E-A-D-O-O, right. which is a brand name of a personal watercraft, right. what I heard was for them that they were saying Sea-Doo, S-E-E-D-O. Mm-hmm. And the interpretation of the dream was what you see do. You, you're being shown some things. You're recognizing some things right now that you need to step out and act on. Yeah. And it was powerful interpretation for them because it had great meaning. But for me, it was a Mondegreen. I heard it with a different meaning, different wording even, different language than what was expected. That's so interesting. You know, one of the things that Mondegreens, I just happened to Google it myself. Yes. One of the things it says is it's often often referred to when, when you misunderstand a lyric in a song. And we know the song <laughs> We know the song that we, you misunderstood for years. It's a beautiful Christmas song. In the meadow we can build a snowman. Yes. We can pretend that he is parched and brown. Poor Parson Brown. <laughs> but to be but fair. But you thought for years it was parched and brown. I thought it was parched and brown. He was, it was a snowman and he was by fire. I know that makes no sense at all. A snowman cannot have a parched bum because he's warming up next to a fire. He would be melted. It's true. And, and snow doesn't usually But you could parched. pretend that he was parched and brown. But we pretend that he is parched and brown. Yes, it's good. And you then, know, growing then up when in, I married you and you heard me sing it. Oh, that was just the most hilarious thing I'd ever it's, heard. It should be Parson Brown, but I didn't know what a parson was, so I had no reference. He'll and say I, this, the parched and brown snowman was going to say... Are, Are you, you married? married? It never made sense to me, but the <laughs> lyrics make sense. Well, it is. And I remember growing up in church and hearing people sing. And, and I actually thought this when I was young, but it, I grew out of it really quickly. Hearing people sing the song, Gladly the Cross I'd Bear, uh, about <laughs> Jesus. And people thought, particularly kids, thought it was about Gladly the Cross-Eyed Bear. Right. That so you know th- th- those are funny ones, but there can be real things in your dream that bring out something in the dream. Our mentor talked about one time he was a seer kind of a person. He he could see things. He recognized things. It, it was part of who he was. And he had a dream that he was pregnant, and he was having to have a C section to deliver the baby. You know the letter C hyphen S E C T I O N C section. Cesarean. A cesarean, mm-hmm. but the, the, the short phrase for it in the U.S. is a C-section. And the dream was actually about him moving into a section of his life, him moving into a season in his life where he was going to see, S-E-E, more clearly. Mm. So he was having a C-section to bring right. forth something new in his life. And that that's, a, that's an example of an intentional Mondegreen. It's an image that when it's spoken can be misheard or misinterpreted mm-hmm. to be something else. Right, that was purposeful. Else. Like the creator, his creator, put that in the dream to give across a message. Whereas I 
my creator put the dream in for me to say cheek implant to give you the message about you cheek implants. to follow up with one of your nieces was chicken plant which actually is even <laughs> more amazing if you think about yeah. it because that there's an old hebrew writing technique called parallel semantics and some of the sacred hebrew writings the we call the old testament are written in this way where more than one story is told with the same set of words and that's exactly what was going on your dream one set of words one set of images was telling two stories and and that's a difficult form of writing and so but it's so easy for creator god he he, yeah. he just boom there it is and and i was thinking about i was trying to make a list of the different types of things and ways these things could come to pass in and mean something and i was trying to think of various dreams and i couldn't think of a lot of them to use as examples but there was another one our mentor had where I believe, or he used to talk about it, so I don't remember if it was his or not, or he was interpreting it for someone else, where a person was out on a boat in the ocean, and as they're traveling along on the boat, they look off to the side of the boat, and there was a porpoise, uh, a dolphin, or but they, they saw it and knew it as a porpoise. Mm-hmm. You know how porpoises will swim along the side of a boat they sort of leap out of the water and go back in yes and this porpoise was leaping out of the water and going back into it but it was only half of its body was there the other half of its body was not present so it was just the front half of its body i didn't know that yes so it was half a porpoise or it was an incomplete porpoise and the interpretation of the dream had to do with the dreamer's purpose being incomplete, that they were not walking in the fullness of their purpose, of their destiny. So half a porpoise became half a, of your purpose. Mm. I didn't remember that part, but that's cool. Yeah, so I mean, it really is neat. So well, Some of the other things I had thought of, and, and we're just throwing out topics we're not necessarily interpreting every one of these, but I recalled a dream that I had had with a forerunner in it. That's right. And honestly, till today, I did not even think about that aspect of it. I just saw the forerunner in the dream as being a forerunner, and it was running over someone. Uh, had, a Toyota forerunner, yes, number four, and hyphen runner. runner right. right, and that's a very popular kind of SUV in the mm-hmm. United States. You know, it's called a forerunner. That's right. But in a dream, that could mean forerunner, someone who is ahead of goes you know, before goes before ahead of things so i thought mm, that's a neat play on words you know that could be in a dream i even mentioned to you maybe even the word boulder you could see yourself having a boulder and then maybe in a in a creek or something like that but then it actually be about you being bolder in a right. situation, right? Right. Maybe it's through rushing water. It means to be strong, be bold in that situation, right? Yes. So that you're not overcome. Anyway, I just thought of a I was thinking of just picking my brain about hmm, how else what else could we talk about and mention that would help bring in or enlighten people in what when they're interpreting their dreams. Well, and just interestingly enough, you were uh, eating some trail mix when we started talking about what we were gonna do tonight you know, today on right. the the this episode and picked up a raisin yeah 
and said, oh, it's a raisin. And immediately I knew exactly what you were saying. It, you were holding the, the image of what you had between mm-hmm. your fingers was a shriveled grape, right. a raisin. But immediately I heard and recognized, oh, yeah, that's raising. Right. You're raising something up. You're right. lifting it up. It could be an encouragement right. or something of that nature. And that's really what we see when we look at metaphors in dreams. They are, they truly, in some ways, they're not all directly mondegrains or word plays or puns or uh, homin- what is it? Ha- homily? Homilies or things like that were the words. They're not all those right. directly, but every metaphor is intended to show you something that's not directly there, mm-hmm. to dig into the underlying meaning and interpret it. So in a way, every dream mm-hmm. is a mondegreen. It needs to be interpreted, not misheard, right. but interpreted in a way that brings out a different meaning from just the story that's being told in the dream. Right. And and I, I love that. So if you had a dream about raisins and you, you don't necessarily mishear it, but you interpret it mm-hmm. to be something as being is is something as raising or raising up. Yeah. Yep. So I mean I, I love this concept. And I love the idea that we're talking about here because it's not just an element of dream interpretation, which it is in one hand, but beyond that, it's the essence of what dream interpretation is. Yeah. Again, not mishearing it, but hearing it in its depth. Right. Hearing it for more of what it's worth. And, cool. and it really is neat. And I think the last one I'll mention, this is just because it's such a common dream for people. So it's we've done some common dreams at times, but a lot of times people ask us about dreams they've had involving snakes. And snakes effectively are a little bitty head and a real long tail. Mm-hmm. And very simply put, the tail is you know like a dog's tail or a cat's tail. T-A-I-L, a, 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 a tail that wags or that moves. So a snake's a, a head and a long tail. And we see those kind of dreams over and over again, and they are uh, one of these phrases where the word itself, or not necessarily hear a Mondegreen directly of mishearing it, but the word itself is spelled two different ways. Mm-hmm. So it's a word play, but has two different meanings with its different spellings. Right. And I can't remember what that one's called exactly, but the hom- homily or the mm-hmm. or something like that is one of what it is. And that's snakes in dreams often have to do with deception and uh, words of attack of various kind. And that's because the snake is a little bitty body and one long tail, T-A-L-E, a story. Right. Something that's deceptive, something that's not being told correctly, a lie, if you will. Mm. And and that's a very, very, I mean, I see that dream over and over and over again with people asking me about dreams related to snakes in various ways. And so many times, probably 90% of the time, those dreams have to do with words being spoken or lies being told about the person or some form of verbal attack, Mm -hmm. which relates to that very simple image of the little head and the long 
tail, T-A-L-E. Yeah, that's really good. And it's good for people to know that because so many people dream about snakes. They do. They really do. And uh, the word was actually hominium. Hominium. That's what you call we it. We were saying homily. Homily. That's oh, like that's like grits. Oh, that's or... hominy, isn't it? <laughs> homily is like a sermon. Uh-huh. Hominy uh-huh. is grits. And homonym is words that are spelled different with sound the same, spell different, right? Different meanings. So that they in are, itself yeah. is a Montegree. right? That's true. <laughs> oh my goodness! I think we probably just confused people with all probably. these technical and look, terms. We're we're almost at thirty thirty minutes. That's usually about how long we go. So let's not torture people anymore <laughs> and try and think of more stuff for them to be confused about. No, but it really is a cool concept in really the is. way the way it works, and 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 I'm. You know, it was a fun topic to talk about. Yeah. Sometimes we don't need to be deep. We just need to be fun. And that's the way our creator is. Sometimes he gives you a dream that has important meaning, but it's also, in part, just to be fun. Yes, it is. And that was funny. Yeah. Chicken plant. Chicken plant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. With that said... We should probably close out this episode. Let me just remind everybody, we really do appreciate your comments, your shares, uh, all those sorts of things. So go out to our website, uh, mydreamstories.com, or visit us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com backslash podcast and leave us a message, shoot us a, a comment, share the podcast from any of the podcasting sources. It just encourages us and we really appreciate it. Yep. Sounds good. So I'm supposed to say my standard thing here now and tell you that we're done for the day until next time. Keep dreaming.